Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. Hey, what's up? Hey, we're projecting. (laughs) Projecting. Projecting. Today, we're doing a short review of a very cute TV series available on Netflix called Rilakkuma and Kaoru. So Rilakkuma and Kaoru is a 2019 stop-motion animation series created by Dwarf Studio with cooperation from San X, which is the company that owns the IP for all the Rilakkuma characters. And it came out on Netflix on April 19th, 2019. So it's pretty new. Yes. And it is super adorable. (laughs) So cute. Everything is like a felt puppet. It's so cute. It's very, very well done, and the series itself is only 13 episodes, and they're each only about 12 minutes long. So if you need a quick pick-me-up, if you need something adorable and cute to look at, this is honestly a really great show to relax and de-stress. If you're having a really crappy day at the office, go to the bathroom and watch this on your phone. Watch one episode. Watch one episode, yes. So, director Masahito Kobayashi drew inspiration from Wes Anderson's films such as Fantastic Mr. Fox and Isle of Dogs. Which are both stop-motion puppet felt-slash-clay-creature films. Right. And I can see the connection, but I feel like Wes Anderson's films are definitely more adult-geared, and yeah. the animation is a little bit darker-slash-more realistic than the light-hearted, round nature of the animation in this series. Yeah. So this show focuses basically on four characters. Kaoru, Rilakkuma, Kori Lakuma, and Kirori Tori, who is a really cute little bird. Little yellow chick. Yeah. So these four characters are from Rilakkuma comic series. And originally Kaoru was only like silhouetted, but they actually decided to make her one of the main characters in the show. And Her physical presence and her experiences were drawn from female staff members who worked on the show. So I thought that was cool. That is really cool. It takes place in a fictional city called Ogigaya. And this is a mashup of Asagaya and Okikubu. And those are both neighborhoods in Tokyo. I've personally been to Asagaya. And it is exactly like what you see in the show. I was like, damn, they really got it. (laughs) Like, not knowing that they were modeling some of the neighborhood off of Asagaya, I was like, wow, it's like I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, a lot of places, like, I mean, obviously a Japanese studio would make things look like they're actually in Japan, but specifically, they really nailed Asagaya. (laughs) I I will just say, as someone who stayed there... (laughs) props for the city design let's kind of recap the first couple of episodes so people can decide if they would like to watch this or not watch this okay so like the sanrio show sanx and sanrio are two separate companies by the way so like the sanrio show agretzko it's cute and is about an office lady and her woes yeah (laughs) And, like, some of those woes really hit you as a late 20s lady entering 30s with a full-time job. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like one of the opening scenes is the main character, Kaoru, in an office. Yeah. And her boss basically comes in and is like, yeah, we're not going to hire anyone new. The budgets are cut. So if you all could continue working overtime, that'd be great. It reminds me exactly of that one film when he's like, if you all could just work forever and die or something like that. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you thinking of, like, Office Space? Yes, I'm thinking of Office Space. That is not an indie movie. 
Whatever. Never it, great. <laughs> it reminds me of the fucking shitty boss from Office Space. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Or Tone. Or Tone. A little yeah. nicer than Tone from Agretzko. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and the bears cheer her up and she tries to plan a hanami, which is basically having a picnic and drinking under the cherry blossoms in the parks. It's very, very popular. Everyone does it. Cherry blossoms in Japan only bloom for at maximum two weeks. So everyone on the weekends is out there. Yeah. And she's trying to plan one with her friends from college, and then no one shows up. Yeah, everyone is either at home with a sick child, out of the country, they have a new boyfriend, and they don't want to experience Hanami with her or their boyfriend. <laughs> uh, one of them just straight up was like, oh, that was today. Yeah. yeah. And she baked all this food. She made tamagoyaki, which looks so good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the bear wanted to eat it and she's like no these are for my friends and then her friends didn't show up so she goes back home she is pissed drunk (laughs) (laughs) she is distraught and then the bears drag her out and they have their own little hanami at night and they eat the food which is cute it's very cute i've done hanami in the daylight and at night both are valid the cherry blossoms are beautiful in the daylight and at night I honestly feel like if it's a particularly warm day in Tokyo, like, it would be nice to just go at night when it's cooler. Because <laughs> yeah. when you're drinking, you're going to be hot anyways. That's so. true. Yeah. And if you're doing Hanami right, you are drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not alone, sadly, because no. all your friends are No, you, don't but... drink alone. <laughs> yeah. So the second episode focuses around a little boy that lives in the apartment building that Cowher lives in. She lives on the top floor in the rightmost apartment. This little boy lives like on one of the bottom floors and it kind of opens with him like being frustrated, like in the dark in the playground, just like, like he has no one to play with. He's bored. So he decides that he is going to kidnap Rilakkuma because He sees Kiori Tori and the two bears, and he's like, I want to kidnap the big bear, Rilakkuma. (laughs) And so he makes Rilakkuma go through these, like, ooh, piece of candy, like, type of traps, like, (laughs) like, pulling food up the stairs and, like, trying to catch his ear with a net and stuff like that. And eventually he does end up catching Rilakkuma and steals him away to his apartment. When Kaoru gets home, she sees the ransom note that this little boy left, and it's basically like, you need to make me honey pancakes, make sure you put butter and honey on them, deliver them to me at 7pm, or, like, you'll never see Rilakkuma again. So, (laughs) she fucking panics. She loses it, and she's like, I don't even know, she, like, picks up, like, a cleaning thing, she's like, how do I make pancakes? Like, she loses it. Eventually, she gets through making the pancakes with help of Kori Lakuma and Kiori Tori, and she brings the pancakes to this little boy. She gets pissed off because Rilakkuma and this little boy are just like playing video games. Like on very- his PlayStation. Yeah. On his branded PlayStation. They're just playing games. Yeah. They're just playing games, hanging out. And she gets really pissed off as the little boy starts to eat the pancakes. And she's like, we're leaving. Never touch my bear again. And he starts to cry and is like, can you just wait till I'm done eating? And then she's like, oh shit, I shouldn't be shitty to this little boy. <laughs> And she's like, where's your mom? And he's like, she works late. And then she's like, where's your dad? And then he just stays silent. And Rila Kuma goes back over to him and like hugs him. 
It's very cute. So she invites him up to her apartment to have dinner, and that's kind of how the second episode ends. Yeah, so this little boy also becomes a character in the show. And, like, they all hang and do fun stuff, like they... They fly a kite, and, you know, and they make food. Yeah. And um, she befriends this this small child. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as one does. Yeah. <laughs> and the show starts in the springtime, and it goes through a full year. You see all the seasons, and they have seasonal fun adventures, and then it ends also in the spring, and I don't want to spoil the ending. Right now, there is no plans for a second season, but I hope they have a second season, because... It could, it could have another one. It didn't end on, like, a cliffhanger, but I think it could have another season. Yeah, I mean, this type of show is... Sometimes I feel very needed, especially when you have a lot of shows, especially on Netflix, and even anime that is just, like, very dark and kind of, like, drags you down. Whereas this show, like, while, yes, it tackles real-world, you know, problems and issues, it does it in a very lighthearted way. I feel like this show is even more lighthearted than Agretzko. Like, Agretzko, it can be kind of depressing mm-hmm. <laughs> to watch Agretzko, but I feel like this show does a better job of touching those issues a little bit lighter. And I don't know if having giant stuffed animals really helps with that, but it really makes me feel good, so... <laughs> I feel like this show is more aimed towards children, even though the topics are not childish, while Agretzko is definitely aimed towards adults. Yeah. They share a lot of similarities, but yeah, the fuzzy bears really do help (laughs) with this one. They're really cute. Like, it's just very soothing to watch them because they don't, they did a really good job of making this not, like, Uncanny Valley and, like, having them talk and, like, have a lot of weird facial expressions. Like, it's very, the facial expressions don't go beyond what you might see in merch that has Ryu Lakuma on it, or Cory Lakuma, or uh, Kiori Tori on it. So they don't have like a super wide range of expression, but they like grunt and like make little noises that kind of give you an idea of what they're like, quote unquote, trying to say. And they just do a really good job with that. It it does remind me a lot of like a kid's show, but it's very comforting at the same time because it makes them very cute and almost like they're pets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's this coworker of Kauru's who like is this bitchy pretty girl who is ah uh, the lazy slut. Yeah. <laughs> she she reminds me a lot of a similar character from Agretzko. Yeah. But there's one episode that I was like nearly brought to tears by where she where Kauru is in the bathroom and this lady and another coworker are like washing their hands and she's like Oh, my friend dropped out of our group date. I need, like, another girl to go with me. It's, like, a bunch of doctors. And this other girl was like, oh, you could ask this one. And the girl was like, no. And she's like, well, what about Kauru? And she's like, no, she's so boring and serious. And then they, like, laugh about it and leave. Well, Kauru is right there in the stall. And I'm Uh-oh. like, ooh. Yeah, I feel that. Oh. <laughs> that was sad. I That's was like, what sad. the hell? Yeah. And... I feel like the show goes out of its way to be like, all these other people think that Kaoru is so serious and lonely. They think she's so lonely. Yeah. They're like, don't get a cat. You'll be a cat lady. Yeah. But she doesn't, but she's not lonely. She goes home and she has like three friends waiting for her. 
You know, like, she is not lonely. She doesn't need a significant other, though she is desperately trying to date her mailman. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The show goes out of its way to show that you don't, that friendships are important. Yeah. And that you don't have to be doing what everyone else is doing. For sure. Like, I definitely identified with, you know, being in your late 20s and not having, like, a significant other or children or anything like that. It seems like if you're not me and Emily's age, you probably don't understand. But it seems like every day you go on Facebook and someone else is getting married or someone else is having a baby. And if you are single, it really does feel like you're being left behind. But that sort of stuff doesn't matter as long as you have meaningful relationships that you care about. That can be a meaningful relationship with someone romantic, or it can just be friendships, too. Like, her friendships with the bears and Kioritori is adorable, and clearly means a lot to her, just based upon her reaction to Rilakuma being kidnapped. (laughs) And her, she constantly gets them, like, little gifts, too. I identify a lot with how she feels kind of left out and the Hanami scene really struck me too because that has happened to me and I'm sure it's happened to you too, Emily, where you have the best laid plans and everyone's late or no one shows up and you're just like, why did I do that? Yeah. (laughs) Why did I set myself up for disappointment? You know, so I feel like the show has a lot of relatable themes for us 20-somethings. As well as for children. Yeah, the kids will like how cute the bears are. And yes. The kids will relate to the the young child character. Yeah. This show has a lot of things going for it. If you really like Japanese settings and landscapes, it's, mm-hmm. it's a very pretty show. If you are, if you're fond of Japanese culture, this has a ton of it and not just because it's it's like an anime, I guess, question yeah. mark. Um, you know how a lot of anime is just like, not in Japan. Yeah. But this is very much about like, office ladies. Yeah. And friendships and even apartment culture mm-hmm. in Japan. Yeah. So you'll enjoy it. There's a lot going for it. There's layers. It's not just about cute fuzzy bears. Yeah, I definitely did think getting into this that we might just be watching like a very one note cartoon, but it delivered a lot more than that. Yeah. So let's finish this with our weekly recommendations. My weekly recommendation is Bomb by Alexa. My weekly recommendation, because I cannot stop singing just the chorus because I don't know any of the other words, is Moonwalk by Wavy. (laughs) (laughs) Moonwalk! (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. You can find Soulmates Podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr at soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. Check us out on Instagram at soulmatespodcast. Check us out on YouTube at Soulmates Podcast. Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to our podcast anywhere that you can normally find other podcasts, whatever platform you're listening on right now. Follow us so you never miss an episode. We release new episodes every single Friday, unless we are sick or dying. (laughs) Stuff happens. And if you like this episode or any of our previous episodes, or just want to leave us a nice tip, you can leave us a tip on coffee.com. 
you're trying to buy a soundboard and we are so close. If you could just donate like $3 if you liked this episode, that would be really appreciated and we appreciate every single dollar that has been contributed so far. Yes. If you want us to do more reviews of K-dramas or anime or fun TV shows like this, send us an email or leave it in the notes on the coffee donation. Yeah, you want us to experience the Bleach movie for you and tell you if it's good or not, it's bad? (laughs) Let us know. Anything like that, we can do it. Yeah. We'll see you guys next Friday. Bye. Bye.